Hello everyone. Good morning once again. So I'm coming all the way from the throne room of God to bring to you this morning's kingdom message. I hope we are all doing very well. So I pray that the word of God will speed ahead. I pray that his word will be added wherever it goes. I pray that his word will be accompanied with his own spirit. I pray that it will be accompanied with power. And I pray that it will be accompanied with conviction. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. So um, last week we started with um, element number nine. That identified that mercy and compassion is the um, is also an element of love. So they want to move straight on to the power to be merciful and full of compassion. Okay, so um, the power to be merciful, you know, we need power to do everything God has asked us to do. We can decide to be merciful. We can decide to be compassionate, but. We cannot do it by ourselves. Humanly speaking, it is impossible. But by God, but by the Holy Spirit, it is possible. So um, it takes the spirit-filled man or the spirit-filled husband to be merciful and compassionate because mercy and compassion are very, very daring virtues. Okay. Um, um, sometime back, Jesus preached mercy. And with a very sad heart that the Pharisees, um, their hearts were hardened, he told them, go and learn what this means. I will have mercy and not sacrifice. Okay. And when you read the book of Matthew chapter 5 verse 24, it says that if you bring your gift of prayers to the altar and remember there is a score to settle with another, leave the sacrifice and go back to be reconciled. So um, you either seek mercy or you be merciful. Now, for whatever reason, um, let mercy prevail. Okay, whatever reason, let mercy prevail. It's mercy that answers prayers. It's mercy that makes the all-holy one who could not even stand it. When his own son carried the whole world's sin, but abandoned him on the cross. So listen to us when we pray. It is mercy, okay? So we dare not come to him unmerciful, okay? Prophet Micah educates us in the 6th chapter that God requires that we execute justice, one, two, love, love and kindness, okay? And then three, that we walk humbly with God. So what this means is that we must come before God humbly with prayers for offenders and loved ones, but not prayers to condemn them. Do you understand? So when he sees that um, um, God requires that we execute justice, loving kindness, and walk humbly with him, it means that we must come before him humbly, okay? When husbands are offended, they should show love. Um, they should show um, forgiveness and mercy. So this is better than sacrifice before God. God says this is better to him. So husbands must see their wives as, you know, like, um, like an like, like a, sorry, like an, like an ignorant sinner. Okay, it doesn't matter um the age of your wife. Okay, or it doesn't matter what position she she's occupied, whether at work or in church. Just see her, okay, as an ignorant sinner. Okay, in that way, when she sins against you, you can easily, you know, forgive her. Don't expect too much from her. Okay, because she's human, so that you'll be able to forgive her easily. 
and it's not enough okay to just give her gifts to pay this the, the fees for the children or to support other bills her soul is very 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 important her soul is much more important okay now when you read the book of acts chapter 10 it was um it was cornelius who offered prayers okay he offered prayers for people he, he was interceding okay and that was when god sent peter to him peter, when peter said that your 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 arms and your prayers have been received okay now mercy requires that you release that somebody from your heart and bless them with kind words or deeds mercy requires that we be poor in spirit okay now when someone is someone is poor in spirit it means that the person has a broken heart and a contrite spirit and this also means that um, you have a very humble spirit okay it is when you are humble that you see yourself as a servant okay now in this way you can easily forgive but when you see yourself as a master above all you expect like special treatment so that when you get disappointed you turn out to be unforgiven okay when you see yourself as a no one it's like okay so anybody at all can just you know like um, offend me and because i'm just a servant i can i mean i must be offended okay and therefore i can you can easily forgive if you see yourself in that way you can easily forgive but then when you see yourself up okay like above everyone that is when and when you're offended and um, you're not able to forgive because you're like who is this person that has done the who or she does she who does he or she think um he is or she is okay for him or her to be treating me like this okay that is when um forgiveness becomes um quite um impossible okay but when you read the book of philippians chapter 2 verse 3 and um, paul teaches us to um, consider so to consider others better than ourselves so that we can look to the interest of others because jesus considered the people better than himself he put away his grief and catered to the five thousand okay because he saw them better than himself he, he put his griefs away okay he, he saw that their needs were much more important than his and so he left whatever he he, he came there to do to cater to the 5,000 people. Solomon advises us also in Proverbs chapter 19, verse 17, to be kind. Proverbs 19, 17, to be kind to the poor. The poor is anyone at our mercy. Okay. So um, there are poor people um, in, in areas of knowledge. Okay. And if you find someone who is poor in knowledge, you educate them. Okay? You patiently answer their questions. You don't throw them off and see that they should know whatever it is that they are asking by now. Okay. So then he answered them. In that way, you are being kind to the poor. Someone can be poor in affection. And you need to be kind to them by showing them love. Okay. If someone is poor in health, you need to be kind to them by praying for them. And probably assisting with their medical bills. And also offering words of comfort. Okay. And um, according to Solomon, if anyone is kind to the poor... He has essentially lent to the Lord and the Lord will reward that person. Okay. And then God says again in Isaiah chapter 57 verse 15. He says, I live in a high and lofty place, but also with the one who is contrite and lowly in spirit. Okay. Now David also testifies in Psalm 34 verse 18 that God is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed 
in spirit okay so those who choose to be stepped on those who choose to be insulted those who choose to be disrespected spat on without retaliation because they esteem others better than themselves so they are the ones um who are close um to god so god is close to them he's close to them who are brokenhearted and he saves these ones okay now um the question is what sacrifice would a priest bring before god or what sacrifice would a husband bring before god could it be more valuable than or greater than the heaven that is his throne or than the earth that is his foot to everything that we see he made them so what does he really really require of us so he said that he said everything we can bring his hands have made them all so what sacrifice is he really requiring of us number one he says he requires a humble heart and a contrite spirit that we have already explained and number two he says he anyone who trembles at his word okay is a sacrifice that he also requires according to isaiah chapter 66 verse 2 so the thing is that you should bless um bless them that cares you pray for them that despitefully use you don't forget that when david cut a piece of saul's rope he was convicted by the holy spirit so that was a prompt for him to show mercy and having done that god avenged nabal on his behalf if you remember okay so it's like and um, because he showed mercy god actually got close to him and god um saved him because um, he was crushed in spirit now those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble those who humble themselves will be exalted to live in the high and holy place with the lord where he himself will be healing crushed hearts and fighting their battles for them okay like he's doing for the chief husband who went on the cross asked his father to forgive man despite the lies the lashes the thorns and etc so god said to him in some one um one ten verse 26 that the lord said unto my lord sit thou at my right hand until i make thine enemies thy footstool okay so husband next time you are crushed just know your healing will indeed take place it will take place next to the high and lofty one he will bring you to dwell with him just so he can take care of your wounded hearts or your crushed spirits. Remember when you are discouraged that the chief husband has been asked by the father to also come and sit beside him until he makes all his enemies his footstool. So I bring this to an end. I pray that the word of God will have effect in our lives. I pray that the light of God will shine in our hearts. We'll be able to do exactly what god is expecting us to do we are praying that the holy spirit will will, will will quicken our mortal bodies to do what god wants us to do have a blessed day and stay blessed because you are blessed in jesus mighty name amen